Hi, this is Chris McGregor of Discerning Hearts, asking for your help during this Lenten and Easter season. Support from our listeners is vital and allows us to bring you and many others high-quality spiritual programs like the one you are listening to now. It also assists us in our outreach to areas around the globe, touching literally millions of souls via the World Wide Web. Our highly rated free Discerning Hearts app allows you to access over a thousand audio files as well as video content now available on our expanding YouTube channel. We've been able to offer online spiritual seminar retreats with Father Timothy Gallagher, Dr. Anthony Lillis, Monsignor John Essef, and Deacon James Keating. The heart of our mission is to help foster authentic spiritual formation for the seeking soul so they can fully encounter the living Christ and share in his mission of healing hearts and spreading the good news to the world. Please, won't you help us to continue this important work of evangelization by donating today to DiscerningHearts.com. Part 3, Chapter 16 of The Introduction to the Devout Life by St. Francis de Sales. This is a Discerning Hearts recording read by Corey Webb. Chapter 16. How to Possess a Rich Spirit Amid Real Poverty But if you are really poor, my daughter, for God's sake be so in spirit. Make a virtue of necessity, and turn that precious stone poverty to its true value. The brilliancy thereof is not perceived in this world, but nevertheless it is very great. Patience, then, you are in good company. Our dear Lord, Our Lady, the Apostles, Numberless saints, both men and women, were poor, and although they might have been rich, disdained to be so. How many great ones of this world have gone through many difficulties to seek holy poverty amid hospitals and cloisters? What pains they took to find it! Let St. Alexis, St. Paula, St. Paulinus, St. Angela, and many another witness. Whereas to you, my child, it has come unasked. You have met poverty without seeking it. Do you then embrace it as the beloved friend of Jesus Christ, who was born, lived, and died in poverty, and cherished it all his life? There are two great privileges connected with your poverty, through which you may acquire great merit. First, it is not your own choice, but God's will alone, which has made you poor. Now, whatever we accept simply because it is God's will is acceptable in His sight, so long as we accept it heartily and out of love. The less of self, the more of God and a single-hearted acceptance of God's will purifies any suffering very greatly. The second privilege is that this poverty is so very poor. There is a bepraised, caressed poverty, so petted and cared for, that it can hardly be called poor like the despised, contemned, neglected poverty which also exist. Now, most secular poverty is of this last kind. For those who are involuntarily poor and cannot help themselves are not much thought of and for that very reason their poverty is poorer than that of religious, although religious poverty has a very special and excellent grace through the intention and vow by which it is accepted. Do not complain then of your poverty, my daughter. We only complain of that which is unwelcome, and if poverty is unwelcome to you, you are no longer poor in spirit. Do not fret under such assistance as is needful. Therein lies one great grace of poverty." It were over-ambitious to aim at being poor without suffering any inconvenience. In other words, to have the credit of poverty and the convenience of riches. Do not be ashamed of being poor or of asking alms. Receive what is given you with humility and accept a refusal meekly. Frequently call to mind Our Lady's journey into Egypt with her holy child and of all the poverty, contempt, and suffering they endured. If you follow their example, you will indeed be rich amid your poverty.